Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to Winchester Radio, entering its sixth season. And we're here to talk about season nine of Supernatural. First episode aired this past Tuesday, titled, I think I'm going to like it here. Uh, I'm Susan. I'm here with Becky. Hi, Becky. Hello. <laughs> and we usually have Vinny, but uh, Vinny is otherwise engaged this evening, so hopefully she will be here next week. Um, we have a call-in number if you want to call and ask questions or talk about the episode tonight, and that number is 347-205-9801. You can find Manchester Radio at blogtalkradio.com forward slash media boulevard. You can subscribe and download us through iTunes. You can go to our website, winchesterbros.com, and click on the links there. And you can also check our Facebook and Twitter um, at Winchester Bros for both of those. And they're just going crazy. And thank you so much for the multitude of likes and uh, follows on there. We appreciate it and are just flabbergasted. <laughs> um, I want to, uh, real quick, while, uh, while I'm thinking, I want to give a shout out to. SPNTFW on Twitter. They're awesome. Every season they supply us with the opening sound for uh, uh, the the show, the opening sound for the credits, which you just heard when our podcast started. So I want to thank you. Make sure you follow SPNTFW on Twitter. They rock. Yes. And isn't it exciting about the likes on Facebook and follows on Twitter? It's just—I don't know where everybody's coming from. It's like there's like there's like supernatural fans coming out of the woodwork. It's like where are you all been? <laughs> it's like it's like the Clone Wars, you know. Everybody's just right, right. And... <laughs> you want to you want to mention the number? Oh yes, the, the call-in number. And if you want to call, the which number? The Actual number for Twitter and Facebook because we got to refresh. So you refresh it to get the current number. Right now on Twitter we have ninety six thousand seven hundred and sixty eight followers, and my computer is running slow. So I'll get the Facebook number here in just a minute. If you can get it faster than me, go go for it. (laughs) (laughs) I do not know. Last. Um, oh, here we go. We're at 113,000 followers on Facebook. Well, I'm very impressed. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. That's amazing. We're very honored. And welcome. Thank you, every one of you. Yes. And welcome to the podcast. Um, welcome if you're listening live. That's pretty terrific. And if you're listening later through a download or iTunes or whatever, uh, thank you so much. Um, we've got a big episode to talk about, season premiere. I think I'm going to like it here. Great title and works after watching the episode. I mean, 
before we saw it and I'd heard the title, I thought, oh, they must be talking about all the falling angels that are now new to Earth, and it must be some that either will like it here because they're a little bit like cats and sort of they actually like humans and take their jobs very seriously, or they or they have an evil plan like some of the other angels that we've met. And so that's why they like it here. But that's only one part of that title. There were, I think, a bunch of others that go with, I think I'm going to like it here. Don't you think so? I agree, and I, I completely agree. And But real quick, I, w- I have to say that George Thorogood, who, who, who do you love, that opening montage, I think, was probably my favorite one of all nine seasons. I really? loved it. Uh, it was just it, the the scenes that they put with it. It weren't. It those who are spoiled might catch some things, but if you're not spoiled, it it didn't really spoil you like sometimes they do. And I just thought it was awesome. And when they cut in with Crowley's, I just want to be loved. You know, you know that line in there. It was so perfect. And oh, I love it. whoever picked it, whoever put it together. It kudos. They just they it was awesome. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was a terrific and an interesting choice of song. Not quite as in your face heavy metal like maybe the usual choice of ACDC. Um, I I saw that some people were like, hmm, thought it was a little bit subtle, but I thought it was really cool because that's the way the last season ended with Sam and Dean back together. Obviously, brotherhood and love and all that and. And that theme just continued in this episode with still making very difficult brother-related decisions. And it's, who do you love? Well, we know the answer to that. Dean loves Sam, and Sam loves Dean, among others. And speaking of the opening of the show, um, the new credits for this season are awesome. They're just just flaming angel wings and then they just burst into flame at the end. It is, they're just spectacular. So congratulations Thank to you. everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the VFX team. They just if any of you all are listening, you oh beautiful. You really outdid yourself this year. Yes. Really, really spectacular. Um we have a caller already. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, so Let's find out. Oh, another caller. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, for everybody listening, if we have more than one caller color pop up, I usually start with the one that I get first. So um, hang on there, and I'm going to take the first caller. Hello, Winchester Radio. You're on the air. Hello. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Um, I I hate to say this, but... I haven't seen season eight, and I feel really bad for it, but I have no idea what's going on on Supernatural right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, you it's more than our eight, podcast can... can help you with tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yikes. If you, have ac- if you have access to Netflix or DVDs, they're, all, they're there, so highly okay. recommend you watch them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you try to watch now, season. you'll be lost. Okay. Yeah. Did you, um, did did you, you watch, watch the, the season opener? 
Did you like it? Are you? Oh, uh, I guess she's gone. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Both both calls went. Um, hmm. Other caller that was waiting, call back. Um, that was that was kind of funny. Someone called up and said, "I haven't seen season eight, and I feel really bad about it." Like. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Me too, because you're, if you're trying to start now, you're going to be pretty pretty lost. <laughs> Need to, uh, uh, anyway, you know, go ahead and, you know, keep watching this season, but try and get season eight. If you're still listening, Paula, you know, keep watching because you, you will still, you will fall in love with the show, even if you might be a little lost. And, mm. you know, try and find some way to watch season eight so you can catch up, and then you'll be, you'll be hitting mm-hmm. the ground running, and you'll know everything you'll need to know mm. then. Yeah, the DVDs are out. You could get those if you can, and it's a fantastic season. You'll probably zip right through it, so it's so much fun. And you can, um, if you have Netflix or um, iTunes, yep. you can get it all through all those different places. Yep, it's uh, Supernatural. Thank goodness it's everywhere, so <laughs> um, it's time. Uh, our other caller called back, so I'm going to put them on the air. Yay. Hello, Winchester Radio. Hello. What? Hey, how are you? Uh, Hello. Are you there? Can Can you hear us? Where? He? Yep. What? What? When you called us, Winchester Radio? Did you want to talk about supernatural? Yes, I would. Great. What do you want to talk about? Um, I was just wondering. Uh, what was I gonna say? Sorry, I forgot. Um, oh yes, is Ezekiel inside Sam Winchester's body right now? That's what it looks oh. like. Yep. Because I'm weird. Yep, Sam is now possessed by an angel. We've seen him possessed by Lucifer. And now he's possessed by the angel Ezekiel, so it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he had Meg, too, so poor Sam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I just had one question. That was it. Oh, well, thanks oh. for calling. Well, good. Okay, um, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. Thanks for calling. You're welcome. And her question. Well, that was easy. I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that wasn't too hard. I have to say that, you know, I guess you, since her question brought it up, I have to say that the whole plot twist with Sam being possessed by Ezekiel, all that just blew my mind and get, it just psyched me up so much for the season. It, I mm-hmm. think it's really going to be a great storyline. I'm really excited for it. Me too. I um that's another layer of I think I'm going to like it here uh, is Ezekiel. I mean, I don't think he's like really, really excited about it, but it's a place that he he needs to be and it's helping him and it's helping Sam and thereby helping Dean. I have to say, watching the last part of this episode and watching Dean wrestle with the decision to do anything to save Sam, including do something that Sam would have never, ever said yes to himself, as like Dean said, is accept 
some 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 other entity to possess him. And I I was literally squirming in my chair because it looked like so painful and so difficult. And he was, I mean, caught between a rock and a hard place. And I totally understand why Dean made the decision. And I, I love that he actually, it was so difficult for him because at least we know it wasn't easy and we and it was totally a Dean thing to do because we know he'll do anything to help Sam and save Sam and keep Sam alive. But and, at least it and was we difficult knew, for we, him. And we knew going into the season there was going to be a big secret again between the guys. And right. when and when I found out that this was a secret, I was like, I can deal with this. You know, usually when I'm like, ah, yeah. like, no, yeah. not another secret. But it's like this one, yeah, I like this one. I I can go with it. I like it. And yeah. well, it's an it's amazing. It was an amazing solution. It's uh, I mean, I mean, you could kind of think that an angel would have had a hand in helping Sam but we didn't know exactly how. So, yeah, pretty cool. I I just really hope this doesn't mean we're not going to see any more Tomo Pennicat, who played the actor who played Ezekiel. I love Tomo. And, you know, mm-hmm. been a fan of his since Battlestar Galactica and Dollhouse mm-hmm. and, you know, the 50 million other sci-fi shows he's been on. Uh, but and I, uh, when I found out he was going to be on here, I was really excited. And so I just hope that this doesn't mean, you know, we're only going to see him as Sam. I hope we get to see Ezekiel as, mm-hmm. you know, by Tomo as well. Right. I know. I hope that wasn't his, his one and only episode because he is fantastic. Same same reason as you loved him on Dollhouse and Battlestar Galactica. And he's pretty fun to follow on Twitter, too. <laughs> yeah, so. he tweets some really interesting articles and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he was great. Um. We have a we have another caller, so okie dokie, we can go there. Hello, hello, hi. I have, they've been throwing around in the groups that uh, Ezekiel may be Lucifer. What do you think about that? Ooh, I hadn't oh. thought about that. Oh. I hope not. <laughs> you know, well, I, yeah. I hope not either. Well, well, Castiel recognized the name. Of course, he didn't see him, so maybe who he's picturing as Ezekiel isn't. But he yeah, knew Ezekiel. Right. Yeah, that's what everybody has um, been throwing around in the groups, is that they've been saying that they think that he might be Lucifer and that um, – and and I'm like, no, no, it can't be. <laughs> I do, yeah. That would just to be that would be too much of a twist on a twist, you know. I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm really hoping he's just exactly who he says he is, Ezekiel, mm-hmm. you know. And he may have his own plan, you know. He may want to keep Sam as his vessel and not give it up, unlike what he's telling Dean. You know, he's telling Dean as soon as mm-hmm. Sam's better, he'll give him up. That may not actually be his plan, but mm-hmm. right now, you know, I think he he is who he says he is right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you, that's, yeah. just our, that's just my opinion. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I agree. I mean, we, he may have an agenda farther down the road, but for the moment, I think he is what he says he is, and he's he's an angel, a wounded angel, and it's it's just working out for both of both of them that he can heal Sam, and then being able to be in Sam will help him heal as well. And apparently, Sam would be a strong enough vessel to hold. Ezekiel, the angel, because the vessel that Hale, the angel, had, that's Castiel's person, um, uh, who had met up with him yeah, in this episode, her, yeah, her, her vessel was starting apart. to wear out already. Yeah, so, and, you know, we know that, of course, both Sam and Dean were strong enough to have an angel because Lucifer and Michael were meant for them. So we don't have to worry about that, at least. Okay. And uh, yeah, so Lucifer's a little bit been there, done that. So, although you know. if it turned out to be Michael or uh, Adam, especially Adam, <laughs> I would be I would be totally fine with that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Adam! <laughs> Poor guy, stuck in, stuck in hell. And I know that hurts. <laughs> yeah, I know everybody. Everybody's been um, tweeting about Adam and and talking about that situation. Also, I'm hoping that they eventually do do something about him. Seriously. I mean, come on. He's 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 a Winchester. He's in hell. They need to do something. But I, I, I rant about that all the time. So. Yeah. Yeah, we do. <laughs> and so but far, it's gotten us nowhere. <laughs> right. But it does cause, cause you to think, though, maybe that Adam went to, you know, went to the place that they were talking about uh, when he took over his vessel, he was going to get to see his mother again. I'm hoping that's what ha- happened to him. I would very much like for that to have happened. I hope he's not still mm-hmm. stuck in the cage with Lucifer, but I mm-hmm. pretty much I'm, I think he probably is still stuck in the cage. But if there's a chance he's with his mother, I would I would like for that to have happened. I would like yeah. to if he ever guy, does get out, poor kid to have a happy ending. Yeah. I know. Oh, if he ever does get out, he's gonna he's gonna come after Sam and Dean with with a vengeance. If he ever does get out, he's gonna be plenty plenty pissed. <laughs> Vinny and I, Vinny and I talk about this a lot, and I we can't. I think it would be so cool if sometimes during this season maybe they're dealing with a demon and comes to find out that that demon is actually Adam. You know, I think mm-hmm. that would be really cool. Where he's spent he's been mm-hmm. in hell for so long because you know. And hell years are way longer than years up here. So he's been down there a long time, and so he could yeah. totally be a demon by now. I think that would be yeah. really cool. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And he's been with Lucifer, you know, who's, mm-hmm. who's no fun at all. <laughs> well, right. My right. fun is not ours. Yeah, I I know that uh, when they were talking about Sam being pulled out and they said that the only person that he had to play with was Sam's soul, I was like thinking, what about Adam's soul? It's down there too. <laughs> right, good, very good question, exactly. Apparently yeah. he's not yeah. worth playing with. Or... <laughs> Apparently yeah. not. <laughs> and unfortunately, Jim Michaels even tweeted once that they don't even think about him. So I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> I I asked him Michaels once at one of the conventions that you know, I asked him, you know, you know, what about Adam? He said, Honestly we never think about him. 
And it's like, but that's, that's just not right. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't see us ever getting an ending for Adam, but you never know. Oh, what do they always say? You're never dead when you got supernatural. That's so true. very true. Very true. <laughs> did you see the tweet that that uh, that Jared did the other day? So his live tweets during the West Coast episode. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Loved it. it with Jensen there with him and Cliff and Mark Shepard joined in. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> Yep. And who knows, maybe someday Jensen will sign up for his very own Twitter, but everybody should know Jensen Ackles does not have Twitter. So if you're following somebody named Jensen Ackles, it's a fake. He does not have Twitter. He does not have Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Skype. He doesn't have anything like that. So anybody mm-hmm. claims to be, you're talking to anybody who's claiming to be Jensen on anything, any. Social media, it's not him. Right. And believe me, if he ever joins up, Winchester Bros will be trumpeting you that can, fact far and wide. <laughs> you can follow his wife on Twitter, at Daniil Harris, and you can and his brother is now on Twitter as well, um, Josh underscore Ackles. So you can follow... Um, his wife and his brother—they're the next best thing on Twitter that you can, you know, that you can get to Jensen. So that's right. And Cliff and Jared, you know, they do um, show evidence of Jensen around at times. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you have any more questions? No, I didn't have any more questions. <laughs> I could talk all day about it, but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you, girls, so much. You have a good day. Thank you so thank much you. for calling. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. Okay, now this is completely off topic, but I'm looking at Twitter now, and one of the worldwide trends is Kentucky. <laughs> and I, that's where I am. So I'm like, okay, what in the heck is going on? <laughs> I guess something to do with the football team. <laughs> it must be, yeah. Apparently they, they're winning or have won the football game or something. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I don't follow that. So as long as there's, like, nothing bad going on, I'm okay. I'm good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we were talking a little bit about um, how difficult it was for Dean to make the decision to let Ezekiel possess Sam and heal him. Now, and and on top of that, he let Ezekiel wipe Sam's memory of the time, those times, mm-hmm. so that he won't that he won't figure it out, freak out, and and refuse to keep Ezekiel and eject him before either one of them are ready, are ready and healed. So, I with that Dean. whole scene, Poor the, Dean. the whole scene, the whole scene in the cabin when Sam said yes and Dean turned into Ezekiel and Sam Sam was shocked when that happened. I can as it happened, I was like, oh, we're, Sam is eventually going to get a flashback to that happening. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I, I could totally <laughs> see that happening. Yeah, yeah, and it's not only did he 
let him possess Sam. He let him wipe his memory. And, and, and actually, before that, he said, um, I, I'm not going to tell him right now. I'll just find the time later on. And that's when Ezekiel says, well, if he does realize, and he can eject me at any time. So on top of deciding not to tell him any time soon, he says, wipe his memory. So, so yeah, that's definitely a a huge secret, a group of secrets that Dean is carrying there. And I, he feels pretty terrible about it, but not terrible enough to have not done it. <laughs> so I, but I understand. I, <laughs> some, ah, I, have to, I have to think somebody, shoot, it was a, was it a recap? And gosh, I don't remember who it was. And I'm so sorry. I will think about it. But uh, someone says that, you know, it's inevitable that Sam will find out about this. He'll find out what the, what Dean did and everything. And they said that, just for a change, they wanted Sam to to find out everything and just look at Dean and go, I I understand. I uh, I would and like it, that. And yeah. it's okay. And it's oh it's 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 okay. And and for and Sam it, for Sam to realize he would have done the same thing for Dean. I hope. And you know, I, I yeah. suppose my my eighth season crankiness should not carry over to ninth season. Over, you know, <laughs> say I'm not looking for Dean for a year, <laughs> but I must let that go. It's a new season, but well, uh, <laughs> you know, but um, and and I don't I, think that Dean Dean well Dean says to Ezekiel, he says if I'm gonna if I'm going to like go for this option, you're gonna have to show me that that it really is that desperate and, and he needs to know what's going on with Sam. And that's how Dean ends up in Sam's head. Now, is Ezekiel possessing Dean? Well, okay. at that point, how did, how did Dean get in you're, Sam's you're, you're, head? Okay, yeah, that was two different moments. And the, se- the second one, I, I agree with you. I was confused a bit about that. And one of the crew members tweeted about it. The first time when... Um, when Ezekiel let Dean um, see what was happening with Sam, I think he could only hear. I don't know if he could see, but I think he wasn't so, in yeah. the scene. I think he could hear mm-hmm. Sam and Beth talking. And then mm-hmm. when um, Ezekiel told Dean the plan that he would have to possess him and that he would have to say yes for it to happen and he would only say yes to Dean, then we see Dean in the cabin talking with Sam, and I really... I really, really hope that was the real Dean because of mm-hmm. what he said to Sam, you know, there ain't mm-hmm. no me without, you know, if there ain't no me if there ain't no you, or, you know, I want mm-hmm. that to have been Dean. I don't want that to have been Ezekiel pretending mm-hmm. to be Dean. So I'm hoping. Well, 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 Ezekiel said he'll only, he'll say yes to you. So I, I think Ezekiel was saying that, I I can't be you, you know. I I can't talk like you. I can't persuade him like you. So, they it must have been because if he can be in in Sam, and then Sam is also Sam, then surely Ezekiel could be in Dean, and Dean will be Dean, and then uh, he could know, sort of like. Yeah, I'm hope because I you know death was really there, and so I'm do you hoping think death that was it, really there? I think death was really there. 
and you from that whole because I was thinking. I was thinking yeah, what I, I, because everything in that in, everything was part of Sam's head for a long time. Does that mean death was part of Sam? I think he really was. Cause it, I think death was there as his reaper. Because if you remember in um, Death's Door, when Bobby was going mm-hmm. through all the different places trying to escape the reaper, you know he was meeting mm-hmm. up with people with Rufus, who Rufus was just his memory of Rufus. It wasn't really Rufus, but the reaper who was chasing him was the was a real reaper. So I right. think death was the was actually there, and he was there as Sam's reaper because, as he said. It you know it's an honor to get you know to reach mm-hmm. Sam Winchester, right? Or maybe that's so, a clue. It wasn't death because would death have been that that complimentary? <laughs> I I think it was. But, you I know, mean, if, it, if any if any of the crews listening, please tweet us or something and let us know. <laughs> um, but I I think it, I'm you know I'm ninety five percent sure that was really death there. But whether mm-hmm. or not that was Ezekiel or Dean, there at the mm-hmm. you know at the end when Sam said yes, I don't know. Uh, you know he turned into Ezekiel, so mm-hmm. I don't know if it was Ezekiel the whole time or not. I'm I, hoping it was Dean, and then mm-hmm. Ezekiel took his place. I think I think it absolutely had to be Dean because nobody. Nobody else could have gotten Sam to change his mind because Sam was like one step away from going going with death. And when when he says to, when Sam says to death, I you know I need to know one thing. I need to have one thing. And he says he and I I actually thought he was going to say I need to know if Dean's going to be okay because you know you'd think he would ask about Dean and his brother, but he was talking about Dean because he said, I don't want anybody to to make a deal for me to save me when I'm dead. You know, it reminds me way back when with Dean, you know, what's dead should stay dead. And he right. actually says that, I'm, I I need to stay dead. And so he really is, he is thinking of Dean at that point because nobody else would go that far for him. Right, but, right. But Dean. And I, I love how when Dean shows up, and I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I hope it's Dean. I really do believe it is Dean at that point when he says, when he's talking him into it, and he says, you know, there, there ain't no me if there ain't no you. That's, that's Dean. That has to be Dean saying that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Sam, you can see the change in Sam's face where it's like, Dean, this is Dean, and he's, he's yeah, come he up with think, something. He didn't think it was. He didn't think it was. A part of himself. He thought, you know, you could tell he thought it was actually Dean. Yeah, somehow, and you and you could tell that all of a sudden. Excuse me. Um, you could tell that he had a little bit of hope all of a sudden that this would work out. Mm-hmm. Like right. The thing when he. Excuse me, and then he says. Um, and Dean says, "Is that a yes?" And he says, "Yes." So it's like he didn't want to leave. He didn't want to die. You know, he just thought there was no other option, and he didn't want Dean to make a a deal for him or anything. But 
he guess he thought Dean had come up with something, so he said yes. And then you, the look on his face, I mean, Dean becomes Ezekiel. And if He's you look like, at Death, I think Death knew what was going on because the camera mm-hmm. shows Death when um, when Dean asked him if that's a yes, and the camera's on De- on Death is looking at Sam. I think you know Death knew what was going on. Do you think Death realized Ezekiel was there? Was Ezekiel there before, or was Dean on his uh, own, or was? I don't know. <laughs> I want to know these things. <laughs> Darn. And I, I have to, one part that I thought was really cool at the beginning when it's just Sam and Dean driving down the road and talking about the angels falling before we know that it's all all this is happening in Sam's head. I liked what the director, John Showalter, did when um, Dean tells him that, hey, you're dying, we're actually in your head, this isn't really happening. The camera angles that he uses get all weird and not real, Mm -hmm. you know, instead of seeing the camera head on, the car head on, stuff that turns sideways and things like that. I really loved what the director did there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And this episode was written by Jeremy Carver, showrunner. One of the best. Yeah, one of the best, absolutely. And John Showalter's directed many, many episodes of Supernatural, among other things. Yeah, I did a great job. I thought um, the way he shot Sam's idea of I don't know if it was heaven, but and but it was just sort of the road to heaven or the, a peaceful place with a heavenly dimension, maybe with Bobby on the walk to the cabin. And speaking of Bobby. It was Bobby. So good to see Bobby back. And I have to say I'm very disappointed, though. When Jim Beaver first tweeted, you know, that he was coming back and Bobby was back and it's in a way that he never would have thought and all this stuff, I was so hopeful that they were bringing Bobby back to stay. But instead it ended up not actually even being Bobby. (laughs) It was just Sam. (laughs) Darn. I know. I I I thought the same thing. I thought when he tweeted that, I thought, oh my gosh, they found a way for him to at least recur again. You know, like mm-hmm. some part. And you would think if it was tied into all the angels falling and Metatron, Bobby was in heaven. You know, there there could have been a way somehow. And of course, that doesn't necessarily mean there isn't a way later on or somehow. But but yeah, I was I was kind of disappointed. But that was a very funny scene when he's appears in the car and 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 Dean says, you know, don't don't listen to Bobby. I'm the one you want me driving the car and telling you what to do. I'm in the front seat. And then Bobby pops up in the front seat. <laughs> I like <laughs> that, <Sammy>. yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. It's awkward. <laughs> and I'm sure that will be on the gag reel. There must be something crazy that happened during that scene. And then oh there was so much going on with Castiel in this episode, too. Huge, huge changes with him. Yeah. And I have to say, it was so sad. I thought it was really sad to see him put that trench coat and suit and everything in the washing machine. And then he had to choose between clean clothes or food. Mm. And so he left the trench coat and everything there in the washing machine. And, left, you know, he's wearing just regular clothes now. 
So it's just going to, I have to say, I'm very glad that Misha gets to wear different clothes, but it's, I, I, I'm going to miss that trench coat, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's, well, it's you know, iconic. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like Spike's leather jacket, you know, from Buffy and Angel, you mm-hmm. know, when you've got to have that leather jacket. Right. Um, and the in the suit, I think it's interesting. Angelic boxer shorts are <laughs> plain white. <laughs> of course, they're angelic. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I have a I have a feeling that Misha was kind of doing the dance of joy to finally get rid of the suit and the trench coat and the tie because right. he's been wearing it for he's been wearing it since fourth season. So a good It'll four years. It'll be interesting for the conventions now and everything to see different Castiel costumes now. Not all Castiel mm-hmm. costumes will be wearing the trench coat. I want to see some wearing the maroon hoodie sweatshirt, you know, and yeah, that, I think that would that would be cool. Yeah, and that yeah, it was it was very sad with him um, trying to decide, you know, do I wash my clothes or do I eat and drink? And yeah, I think he made the wise decision. I mean, I don't condone. Uh, stealing, because I'm sure he stole somebody's clothes, but I, I get, you know, we need to eat and drink now. Um, the only part about Cass's whole um, storyline in this episode was, I, I, well, it's not that big a deal, but I, I'm like, hmm, he's human, but he can still hear the angels. Well, I'm if like, you remember, hmm. Anna... Anna could hear the angels, even though, you know, she didn't have her grace. You know, when we first saw her, we didn't even know she was an angel, and she was still plugged into angel radio. So if if Anna could do it without her grace, I could totally, you know, I have no problem Castiel being able to hear it without his grace. Is that the only thing that makes them human, or was something else done to to Cass that was not done to Anna so she could still listen in on I, them? I think with both of them, it's just they didn't have their grace. That, you know, once mm-hmm. they got their grace back, boom, they're full-fledged. Well, you know, once Anna got her grace back, she was full-fledged angel with all of her powers. Mm-hmm. So I think that's all that separate, you know, all separating them from, once they're mm-hmm. in the vessel, all that separating them from being the human vessel and being an angel is the grace. Hmm. Well, Cass's grace is still out there. It's up in heaven with Metatron. I wonder I wonder if he'll go back to being an angel someday. We know it's not any time soon, but I, I wonder I wonder if I would he think, will go back to that. I would think he would have to because otherwise there's really not a point for him being on the show. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm interested and I look forward to seeing Castiel adjust to being a human. And, I, you know, I look forward to seeing him doing, you know, sleeping and, you know, eating and, you know, having a girlfriend and things like that that we've mm-hmm. that hinted at in the spoilers. And I look forward to all of that. But as a human with no powers or anything, he's really... Mm-hmm. All, the only thing he's got is the angel radio. Mm-hmm. And yeah, which is so he's, he's something. Kinda, yeah. yeah, 
So he's not completely useless, I would think, but. Oh, I, I, you know, I would, Cass. I love Cass. Yeah, Maybe he could learn to cook. Maybe he could learn to cook. Hey, there you go. He could clean the bunker. But I can see, you know, that being a big thing towards the second half of the season and Castillo getting his grace back. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you know, Metatron and things going on in heaven, they're not going to, they haven't disappeared forever. You know, that's still out there somewhere. I mean, right, right. See what's happening anytime soon, but I think that's absolutely going to be a big part of maybe the second half of the season storylines. I'm only guessing because I have no clue. <laughs> but yeah, um and how how gorgeous was the scene with Dean in the chapel in the hospital praying to Cass and Cass of course can't hear him at all and I kept I actually said to Dean it's just that he's not coming just because he can't hear you, Dean. <laughs> he's hearing, right. he's not ignoring you. It's not like before, <laughs> you know, when he was, he could hear him, but just was purposely not showing up. And and uh, that was a really beautiful scene with him, you know, the way, just the way Jensen said, you know, Sammy's hurt, you know, Sammy's hurt. And, he can, you know, he's just barely holding it together. And then he prays to Cass, and Cass doesn't show up. And then you see that whole change in his demeanor with, you know, and he says it, screw it. He doesn't care, you know. He just puts it out out there for anybody listening, which is pretty desperate and pretty scary. And um, and we saw uh, Dean's one perfect tear. <laughs> I have to mention it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't see it out there, but it was there. And he does that so well. And I know it's a curse <laughs> for him now because he's stuck doing it all the time. But uh, I'm sorry. It's uh, it's a really beautiful moment. And I, I thought that I was love, a really gorgeous scene. I love the fact that it seems like Ezekiel came to help him because he's an angel and that's what they do. You know, mm-hmm. to him, you know, if somebody prays to an angel for help, angel helps them. I love that, as far as we know, that's the reason why he came to help Dean, unlike right. the um, other angel, family man, angel guy, and it looked like John Dean, tractor angel, um, you know, were coming just because it was Dean and they could, you know, find Castiel mm-hmm. through him. So mm-hmm. I, I really liked seeing that. Ezekiel seems to be, as far as we know, <laughs> a mm-hmm, good yeah. <laughs> angel like like Castiel. And and like we mentioned earlier, when Dean told Castiel that it was Ezekiel, the look on Castiel's face and you know, mm-hmm. the smile he got, you know, was like, yeah, Ezekiel, he's a good guy, you know. And so I hope he continues to be a good guy. I do too. Did Did Dean mention Cast? Ezekiel? I don't recall. But just I was just thinking, I wonder what will happen when Sam Sam with Ezekiel meets Cass for the first time. I know it's a little I, while before Dean. Dean I wonder Cass. how often I wonder how often we will see Ezekiel in Sam, you know. Mm-hmm. Well um is he is for Sam's health? Is Sam walking around mm-hmm. going to be Ezekiel most of the time, you know, because that's the way for Sam to heal better? Or, you know, I really wonder. And 
you know, if if you haven't watched the preview for next week, you know, close your ears, turn it down, turn the light down or something. But there was a moment in the preview for next week where I had to pause it, and um, I took a screen cap of it because it was just beautiful. It's a shot of Sam with glowing eyes, you know, like the angel mm. glow. And so I'm wondering now, with Sam having being possessed by an angel now, is that basically he's they've got you know if they need somebody smited you know and all that stuff you know <laughs> Sam, and D, Sam and Dean are getting in a fight with some demons and all that you know hey you know Dean can say hey Ezekiel and boom Ezekiel show up and smite all the demons you know <laughs> you know he might be handy to have around so <laughs> yeah now so well like like you said from next week's preview we do see a little bit of Ezekiel. Does he have to hide from Sam? And does he have to, like, wipe Sam's memory again, like if Ezekiel Every shows up? Every time Ezekiel shows up, that's a very good question. Otherwise, is Sam you know? going to be, gonna re- be realizing he's having these blackouts? You know? <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's like when Naomi would take Cass back to heaven to talk mm-hmm. to him. You know, and then and then she's been wiping she's been wiping his memory forever, for years and right, years. Right. You know, every time he caused trouble. And but the good the good thing about that though was she could pop him back in the very second that she popped mm-hmm. him out of. So right. first time nothing had changed. Mm-hmm. Um so that, you know, unfortunately Sam and Ezekiel won't have that here, you know, if Ezekiel mm-hmm walking around for a few hours, you know, Sam's going to be having black, you know, he's going to be missing out on those few hours and wondering what in the heck went on. Right. I also wondered watching it now that Ezekiel is is in Sam, is Sam going to be any different about eating, sleeping, any of those things? Is he going to be extra strong? Or not? All very, all very good questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I, 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 you know, because it is, you know, I mean, it, it just reminded me, well, he was soulless then, so he wasn't really sleeping or eating. But it's, but angels don't need to sleep or eat or anything. So I was just wondering, you know, are we going to be coping with Cass having to do all those things now and coping again with Sam not being well, we hungry, thirsty? We barely saw Sam eat before. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that's true, but... Unless <laughs> so Dean cooked too much some of those burgers that looked really good. Yeah. <laughs> um... So I wonder is I, that anything? I had another I had another question about the angels because Castiel mm-hmm. mentions it, or is Castiel maybe it was Ezekiel but I think it's Castiel mentions that there are angels who have found vessels but there are several angels still floating around. You yeah, know, that, looking for vessels. Looking for vessels. So all of those meteors, you know, that we saw falling that were um, angels actually. Where did they go? <laughs> you know, they look like you know they were we they were visible. They were falling mm-hmm. in rivers and things, you know. So, 
Mm-hmm. I, I'm confused on what they actually, you know, what are they? Mm-hmm. Are they? Yeah. Are they, like, and where are they? Are, are, and are, are yeah. they? And are they taking any vessel? But then the vessel wears out, so they just keep moving from vessel to vessel. And really, does that make them any better than the next, than your basic demon who does that? No, right, no, it doesn't. Right. So, hmm. And Ezekiel does mention in this, doesn't he, that he he was looking for a new vessel when the building starts shaking and everything. I couldn't hardly understand what he was saying, but he said something about he they needed to leave and. Um, because he needed to leave because he needed a new vessel. And Dean says, we can't take Sam. And that's when Sam starts, Dean starts um, writing all the warding, angel warding sigils on the wall. Mm-hmm. Which had their effect on Ezekiel as, as well. Mm-hmm. And and how I didn't even think about, um, and, and I'm wondering too, Dean, Dean did the the sigil that sends the angels away with his own blood, which was, awesome way to get rid of them. Um, but, yeah, I wonder where they went. <laughs> you know, he sent oh, them somewhere. Oh. If he does that around Sam now, if Sam is standing next to him and he does that, will that knock Ezekiel out of his body now? <laughs> oh, that's very good question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so far we're coming up with lots and lots of questions, but no answers. <laughs> oh, hmm. That's what we get from one episode. <laughs> yeah, and it was yeah, a, and it was such a kick-ass episode that this shows yes. how good it was that we that we have so many questions. You know that I think that shows mm-hmm. how good of an episode it was. Oh yeah, there's there's so much so much out and, there and. The ratings okay. were freaking amazing. We have to mention that how good the ratings were for a show in its ninth season to have you know the um, highest ratings they've had since 2010. It's the highest rating CW has had in two years, and uh, mm-hmm. I mean ever. I mean on a Tuesday, it's the highest ratings they've ever had on a Tuesday, and this is Supernatural's ninth season. I mean that's just unheard mm-hmm. of for a show that has been on this long, unless you're the Simpsons, to be getting these crazy <laughs> Or ratings, NCIS. You know. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah. So but, you know, they're, and I like NCIS. It's nothing against that, that show. I mean, but they're a completely different ball game than Supernatural. So it's a different type of show, much bigger cast, and, yeah, I can I can get that, but... Um, and a different network, but yeah, that was amazing for Supernatural. I mean, the God, they, I, I admit, I, our Tuesday nights are filled with TV shows, you know, um, all sorts of stuff, and to do that well that night, that's amazing. Amazing. And yeah. our ratings were higher than the original, which is our lead-in. Usually lead-in, you know, lead-in shows get the higher mm-hmm. ratings. Uh, mm-hmm. We had higher ratings than uh, than the originals, we had higher ratings than Arrow, which, you know, was our lead-in last year. And mm-hmm. and then our rate, which, and the Vampire Diaries, which is one of the highest rated shows on the CW, our ratings matched Vampire Diaries. So, Ooh, I mean, it was huge. Nice. Have yeah. That. That's yeah, awesome. matched them. Wow. Yeah, that's so impressive. So impressive. And I'm sure... Um, Mark Pedowitz, head of the CW, was just 
was was thrilled and he was probably thinking, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I moved them to Tuesday, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> and he's right. But he was he was totally right. They're doing great. Hope it stays there. Hope it stays that way. But but yeah, I mean Tuesday is a huge night. Uh, NCIS Shield, NCIS LA, Person of Interest, the originals was their lead in. There's there's all the comedies, that's a very, very busy night for television. And they did great. They did great. And the, the setup for the whole season, I mean, for a show to be on this long and still setting up such a good storyline, mm-hmm. you know, most most shows by this time have run out of stories. I mean, look mm-hmm. at X-Files in their last year. You know, they went nine yep. seasons, but that ninth season, you know, pretty much sucked. And mm-hmm. saying that as a as a huge X Files fan, I'm saying that. And mm-hmm. this this show just keeps getting better and better. And I think it's due to the love and dedication of all of the cast and the crew and the fans. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. um there's it's just we we there's something special about our cast and crew. You know, they are just mm-hmm. amazing, amazing people. They put their whole heart and soul into the show and it, it shows. And mm-hmm. I mean, we we are really a lucky, lucky fandom. We've got such a wonderful show. Yeah, and they have hardly any turnover. I mean, there are lots of crew members that started with the show that are still there. And and oh gosh, I mean, they have hardly hardly anybody leaves. And I mean, God, they're and, they yeah. work. So hard. If you follow any of them on Twitter, they tweet about, you know, what time they get to work, what time they leave. Um, Russ Hamilton has been doing, like, um, the daily thing where he'll say, you know, start time, wrap time, and and all that. And they're, like, 12, 14 hours days. This is amazing. And Jared of Jensen have even mentioned at conventions that, you know, when when there have to be pay cuts made, you know, people, the the crew will will take the pay cuts so just so they can stay on the show because they love the show and the job so much. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're very impressive. We're very very grateful for them, and it does it shows it shows up on screen and it shows up. It's like when you know somebody cares that much about their work and um, everybody in it. The fans, you feel like they're they're worth your time and attention and love and support because you know that they they care and they're putting a lot of hard work and care into this. So you feel like you feel appreciated. Yes, exactly. And and we appreciate them right back, and I'm sure they feel all the support and attention and everything from us, and that is helpful. I think sometimes I hope I mean, it is. Hope they can feel it. I don't know. On those Fourteen if, hour days. <laughs> I mean, do you know? I don't know of any other show that does conventions with the stars of the show. You know. Mm-hmm. Lots of shows do conventions, but they don't do as many as Supernatural does. And Jared and Jensen, they basically go to every single convention. There's the one here or there that they might have to cancel out on due to, you know, family responsibilities or something. But 
they are basically there at every single convention. And I went to several Buffy conventions, and Sarah Michelle Gellar was never there. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Allison Hannigan was never there. You know, we got Gi- we got you know Giles Anthony Stewart Head and Nicholas Brendan, but mm-hmm. you know, never got the big stars. And here we get Jared and Jensen at every convention, basically, and mm-hmm. that's just pretty much unheard of. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, um, so X-Files is is a show that I remember where often, not so much crew, but the writers would come to certain conventions, but not nearly as, there wasn't as much interaction. Of course, there was no as Twitter and Facebook and stuff where it's much easier these days than it was then. But they, but they definitely, they definitely had writers. Um, not to every convention, but some of them. So they were a little bit, but it's been nothing like to the extent that Supernatural has gone with almost every kind of every member of cast and crew. You know, writers, producers, special effects costume, you know, you, you name it, everybody's out there. It's just wonderful. Love our show. We do. We love show. And it's amazing to still be in love with your show after nine seasons. That's a long time. Right. Right. Yeah. You know. And don't ever want it to end. You know, some shows, you know, they go on forever, and you're like, oh, they should have ended, you know, while it was still good. It's like, Supernatural is still good. And, <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. and it's, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's just, it can just go on. And, like, you know, mm-hmm. X-Files should have ended when David Duchovny left. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just so many, you know, so many shows go on too long. And Supernatural, I just don't see them ever I don't see them getting to a point where we'll be saying, oh, they should have stopped last year. You know, I don't see that happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For the most part, I mean, not every fan has has stayed. I mean, I know some have moved on, but but Supernatural seemed to have kept a core group and then added new fans that are just as emotionally attached <laughs> as the early fans who came. Who came yeah. In. So, yeah. It's it's very 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 cool. And, and there's so many new fans coming into the show. Like like our um, our first caller, you know, she hadn't watched season eight um, yet, but yet she watched the, the you know the season nine premiere and liked the show enough to call into our podcast. And mm-hmm. there's and there'll be you know every now and then we'll get a tweet from somebody like um, the other day we had one wanting to know why season three was so short she's watching the dvds and there's only 16 episodes well you know it's you could you know she's a new fan because you know mm-hmm. those of us who have been there from the beginning we know that that was because of the writer's strike in season three and that mm-hmm. you know shortened all of every tv show season and you know so it's just the new fans are coming in all the time and that is just awesome it is So, back to this episode. Um, How creepy was it when um, 
when the car wrecked and Hale was laying there on the ground with her legs mm-hmm. all broken and bent backwards mm. and everything. Oh, that was one of the creepiest things I've ever seen on the show. Oh, that was just horrible. Yeah, it was. And that actress, I think her name is Grace. Grace Fitz. Mm-hmm. She's on, she's on Twitter. Oh, my God. She has the most beautiful eyes. She was on last season of Vampire Diaries. That's the only other thing I'd ever seen her on. And her character was—I don't, still don't know why they brought her on last year because her character really had no <laughs> point on Vampire Diaries. And okay. so I really didn't get to see much of her acting ability, you know, last year on Vampire mm-hmm. Diaries. But I thought she did a great job here in this episode. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool to find out it was her, her angel Hale that had built the Grand Canyon. Yeah. That, I thought and that was really cool. The Grand Canyon is very significant on this show. Um, mm-hmm. The only thing is I thought the river, the Colorado River built the Grand Canyon, but I, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like she built the Grand Canyon. I, I guess it was Hale directing the river, telling it where to go to create the Cat Canyon, maybe. Okay. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um, gosh, there was something else about about Cass, and Cass is pretty smart to get away from her, causing a car accident. I love him subtly putting on his seatbelt. <laughs> smart. Yeah. Before he directed. Yeah. Uh, no, noticing that she didn't have hers on and. Yeah, yeah. I feel sorry for him. He must he must be very lonely. I do too. Mm-hmm. He's. I, mm-hmm. I like I said. I really look forward to seeing how he adjusts to what he what he goes through and how he gets back to the guys. I, I look forward to seeing yeah. Castiel's journey. I mean, and I love that Dean was understanding. You know, he's like, you know, whatever it is, we'll figure it out. You know, get back there, go to the bunker, stay safe, don't come help me. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. you're, it'll, it'll be worse for you, you know. So, yeah. It was, it was. Oh, and how funny is it that Sam and Dean are just driving around all over with the king of hell in their trunk? <laughs> <laughs> That's just hilarious to me that they're That's just the best. driving, you That's know. That's the best. Dean spent how, however long with Sam in the hospital with down uh-huh. in the parking garage at the hospital with the king of hell in their trunk. <laughs> I know. That's so funny. Was he was he banging on the trunk because you know somebody could have been going by and and hurt him. Yeah, but but he has he has his mouth taped or gagged or something, so he can't say yeah. anything. But and we and we know he's been affected by you know the trials that Sam was putting mm-hmm. him through. So he may be back there all emotional and moody and you know ruminating about. Mm-hmm. Being mm-hmm. evil or not, so yeah, yep, and and I and again, this is a quote from next week's preview, but but when Dean says he's the junk in my trunk, it just cracks me up. He said, "Junk in my trunk is so true." <laughs> oh, I love that, and. Also, when um, the doctor comes to see Dean at the beginning of the episode and he tells him that 
um, Sam's organs have been like burned, mm-hmm. and now his brain's been oxygen deprived. I'm like, has it been feeling that way all through the trials? Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. Wow. You know, because he was looking pretty bad. So yeah. it was probably like progressing. And then Cass said at one point, you know, there are changes happening to Sam that even I can't feel. So I I wonder, can we teach you this or is it different now? I don't know. And then, and then I, the poor doctor saying, well, it's in God's hands. Well, that's the wrong thing to say to Dean. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to tell Dean that, no. No. <laughs> mm. And I felt bad the grief counselor turned out to be a bad angel. She seemed like a nice yeah. person. <laughs> I wonder, though, was she the grief counselor at the beginning? Was that her? And then when the mm. building started shaking and everything, was that one of the angels coming and taking her as a vessel? I maybe it, I kind of hope you know it could have could have been her at the beginning and then the the angel at the end. Mhm. I I hope so because I really liked her when she went to see the and she had very nice things to say and she did say I'm a prayerful woman. So mm-hmm. an angel could have thought, oh, somebody open you know a vessel you know somebody who would be open open to this and right. say yes legally. So yeah, so I kind of. Oh, we have a caller. Oh, yay. Yay. Okay. Hi. Hello. Hi Hello. there. How are you? Hi. My name is Sue. How are you? Welcome back. Good. Thanks for calling. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, one thing I wanted to address was the killing of the angels. Because mm-hmm. um, it's not like killing a demon with the people inside are probably already dead. But when you kill an angel, that person is alive. Do they think about that at all? They've had, you know, over the years, they've killed many, many, you know, demon-possessed people. And, you know, some of the demon-possessed people, the people are still alive in there, you know, because they have been able to, um, you know, exercise some people out of the, you know, some demons out of the people, and they're fine. But, you know, over the years, I guess it's just gotten to the point where Sam and Dean, you know, they just do what they have to do. They're sorry they have to kill the person possessed by the demon or the angel, but that's just what they ha- they have to do. Yeah, but with an angel, I don't, sometimes mostly with the demons, I thought that after a while, you know, you just couldn't save that person. You know, if they were well, just you in know, it, you know. That you know, we've seen through you know through the seasons, especially you know in the first few seasons, which focused more on demons. You know, we uh, we see people that were possessed by demons for quite a long time, and they didn't die. They didn't die from having the demon inside of them. They died from like, say for instance, um, Meg. Her first one, Nikki Acox, who played um, Meg in the first few seasons, when um, or first season. First season, yeah, because she died in Devil's Trap. Um, when her when her body died in Devil's Trap, it wasn't because she had been possessed by a demon. It was because of the fall, you know, yeah. from you know when she fell out of the building. So as long as the demon was inside of her, keeping her body alive, Meg, Meg the person was alive. But as soon as the demon left her, her body 
was going through, you know, was then left with all those injuries, and then she died. Right. Well, you know, like with Zeke, with the Zeke deal, when he went into Sam, he uh, the body was okay. That guy was okay. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I just... I am very... Me. I am curious about Ezekiel's vessel, because, you know, that's Tom O'Pedicat, like we were talking about earlier. We're hoping we get to see him more because we like the actor. So, yeah. I'm hoping Ezekiel's vessel shows up some more. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I've seen him in lots of things. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Thanks for calling. Thank okay. Thank Bye. you. Bye. You know, in the first couple seasons, Sam and Dean did worry. You know, they about mm-hmm. showing the exercise person. They didn't want to do that, and then. By in season four, when Sam had his powers. And he was able to um, exercise the people with his powers, and it, you know, they had that big fight in Metamorphosis uh, mm-hmm. when Dean confronted Sam about using his powers, and Dean, you know, Sam told him what he does, you know, it saves, it's, you know, it saves the person, whereas, you know, the knife and the gun kills the person. So mm-hmm. that's why he preferred using his powers, but you know, couldn't deal with that because they were demonic powers, so. <laughs> yep, they were bad. Um, I really liked the guy in the truck that almost hit Cass on the road. Yeah, that was I a thought cool guy. He was really here's nice, a, and it would have been easy to a, have him, like, be mean to Cass or, or, or not be kind or something, but he turned out to, have, like, hey. If it had been me, I wouldn't have been that nice. You know, here's this crazy guy who said <laughs> no. he, was listening to angels, and he used to be able to fly, but he doesn't have his wings anymore, and he still invites the guy into his truck for a ride. You know, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> no, not me. <laughs> yeah, that was really nice, and then he gives him a little bit of money, and it's the only money he's got, so at least he gets to eat later. And then how about, yeah. the, motorcycle, how about the motorcycle guy on the phone? On the <laughs> Sure I'm going to finish my call, and then I'm going to stab you. <laughs> why? Did, I I don't understand why Castiel thought he could still use his powers on him when he knew he didn't have his grace, and he, you know, why did he still yeah. think his powers would work? I don't know. Yeah. But maybe, well, maybe if he 100% familiar with what things would be like and maybe well well he heard angels so maybe he was thinking he might still have some other power left too. I yeah, know. he knew he you know, he had already mentioned that he couldn't fly anymore. So he knew he didn't have that power. I don't know. <laughs> other questions <laughs> I don't have an answer for. <laughs> oh well. Um, real quick one, thinking about it, I want to remind everybody that um, we've been having um, auctions for Team Levi, uh, which is um, Levi is Jensen Ackles' nephew, and Levi and um, his mom and dad, and they participate in the Down Syndrome 
Guild of Dallas Buddy Walk every year. And we've been holding auctions for the past month or so with all the proceeds from the auctions going to help support Team Levi. And right now we have some um, items up for auction. We've got an Impala poster signed by Jensen, Jared, Ty Olson, Mark Shepard, Joy McNiven, Rob Benedict, and Matt Cohen. Um, we have an autographed photo of Mark Shepard. We have, uh, I don't know if, um, if you're, Listening to us, you more than likely follow Jared on Twitter. And he had tweeted um, back during BanCon a photo of himself holding a Stephen Amell Arrow Comic-Con bag. That was our bag. We were standing there with him when he got Cliff to take the picture and because um, we were having Jared and Jensen to sign it um, to basically make fun of Stephen Amell and for us to auction. And Jensen had written Rookie on Stephen Amell's head and Jared signed it um, because the picture is covering one of his eyes, on the, Stephen Amell's eyes, and it says, don't worry, in the third season they show your second, they show your other eye. That's how Jared signed it, so that's funny. We've got that up for auction. We have a, a really great set of supernatural jewelry, a charm bracelet, a necklace, and two pairs of earrings up for auction. We have an autographed photo of Kim Rose. Um, we have a 2010 fan favorite TV guide that is signed by Jared and Jensen. And then we have the awesome, wonderful, big, huge, essential, supernatural um, book, the coffee table book, um, that is also signed by Jared and Jensen. We've got all those autographs um, when we went to Vancouver in August. So great, great items. Proceeds go to help Team Levi. All the links are on our webpage at web at winchesterbros.com. We also tweet them and post them on our Facebook, so check them out. There's some pretty cool items. I'd like to keep some of them, but unfortunately I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole um, Stephen Amell uh, feud, and I'm using quotey fingers, feud, <laughs> cracks me up. <laughs> <laughs> They're so funny. They I, I just, just a hoot. Jensen, all he did was write rookie on his head. He didn't sign his name, so you know, all you have, you know, all we can tell you is it was Jensen who wrote rookie. You know, he didn't sign his name, but we 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 witnessed him write the word rookie on on his forehead. So. Uh, he wrote on another like, set of DVDs for Stephen. It said, um, "Now get off our set." <laughs> <laughs> And okay. I think that's the big, the only big thing we've got going personally right now. Mhm. And this weekend is the Toronto Convention. Um, you know, another supernatural convention going on right now in Toronto. I'm sure, everybody's having a bunch of fun up there. Mhm. I think if there's anything else about this episode, we talked about death, we talked about Bobby, we talked about Sam sort of wanting to die. Sort of. I, I, I absolutely love that, according to Sam, because, you know, all of the stuff going on in Sam's head, you know, the dean in Sam's head, I love that basically Sam's strength comes from Dean. 
You know, mm-hmm. that's what we saw from this all, you know, any strength and everything that Sam has, he feels it comes from Dean. And I love yeah. that. Yeah. And he could he could tell that, well, until the very end, he thinks, and, and he was waiting to hear what Dean had planned. How You know, how am I getting out of this? Mm-hmm. And then he realizes that right then Dean doesn't have a plan and he's thinking, wow. Well, if, if Dean can't figure it out, then maybe it is time I I moved on. Yeah. You know, which, yeah, it was sad. And as much as I love Bobby, he was driving me crazy in Sam's head because he kept going, hey, it's not dying. I call it leaving a legacy, you know, and I'll be waiting for you on the other side. And I kept going, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least we know that wasn't the real Bobby, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh, and um, very smart. Dean had when he first is uh, meeting up with Ezekiel, and Ezekiel tells him, "I'm going to help you," and then he collapses, um, <laughs> which is actually kind of funny in the way. Dean's like, okay, you're going to help me, right? You know, but anyway, <laughs> he he carts him off somewhere and puts the holy oil fire around him to keep him in, just in case he wasn't telling the truth. Which I thought Dean that was is a very cool. smart guy. Yeah. Yeah, and there was no fire there at all. I read one of the crew members tweeted that it was all special effects. So there was no real fire at all. Very, very cool special effects. Yeah. And a great scene. And also, um, one of the crew members posted a video that they made of the wreck, the scene where Castiel and and the car wrecks. They posted a really cool video of that from their point of view. And it's very scary. (laughs) Yeah. A head-on collision like that. That's scary. I know those stunt guys are crazy, and and I mean crazy good. I don't mean that in a bad right, way, right? Right. But it, I'm like I, but I look, but you look at some of the stuff that they do, and you're just like, holy cow! <laughs> it's just they're just a different breed. And speaking of stunts, the the scene where the angels are coming to the hospital, and all the glass windows start blowing out, and Dean's running down the hallway with the the glass shattering. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was a really, really great scene. And um, I think Jared tweeted that it wasn't a real hospital, that they built the whole hospital on, on set. And oh, yeah, because he said crew, that they tend, hmm? to not, they tend to not want you to tear down their building. <laughs> yes, they tend to not want to destroy their hospital. So that was very funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm, and I'm sorry. I liked when the angels were dragging Dean down the hall. But, I, I always know. wonder because it's always a really smooth pull, you know. When it, whenever, so it's like, so is Jensen on? You know, he has to be on something to where it's pulling him real smoothly. And it, you know, I wonder, mm-hmm. you know, what it, what is he on? A piece of fabric? Something with wheels? You know, what is he on? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Poor thing. He got beat up. So much, and then gets dragged, and then all the broken glass. It's like, good 
grief, poor thing. It's for a lot, but of course, I'm sure he's thinking, does it matter? I got my got my family back. Yeah. So at some points in that run down the hallway, it's, it's Jensen's stunt guy, because it was real glass. I think Jared tweeted that, too. It was real glass. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that Again. gas station where um, the driver drops off Castellan, he needs help with hail. I want to know where mm-hmm. that is because gas is really cheap there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's that. like, I know you film in Canada, so, you know, but, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure they could still find out what the gas prices are in the United States because that place is really cheap and we need to go there and buy gas. Yes, I saw that. I'm like, wow, they didn't check that. <laughs> that was way too cheap for American gas station. I want to go there. <laughs> and across the street from the gas station when the guy was letting Castiel out, there was a sign there with the numbers 28. Five to five or something like that, and it was just so obvious. Fine, I kept waiting for those numbers to be of some kind of importance, you know, or something. But apparently, mm-hmm. they it was just a, it was just somebody's address, you know, because <laughs> it never never came into play. So, oh well. <laughs> I like Dean telling Death he was sorry he didn't bring him cronuts. <laughs> and see, that's another thing that makes me think it was Gerald Dean. Mm-hmm. Yep, he knows death is kind of a junk food junkie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, well, can you think of anything else we need to mention? Um, I'm thinking I was... I think it's kind of running through screen caps. Like, is there something in here that I wanted to mention? Um, I want to say how terrific Jared was playing Ezekiel in Sam. Yeah. I mean, very, very he good. Was, he was terrific. So, so serious. You know, he just he just did a great job putting across Ezekiel as played by uh, Tomos. Tomos. Oh yeah, he was, he was really great. And he still looks really thin, and I, I know it's the idea for Sam at that point, but my goodness, uh, Jared, I, <laughs> a sandwich. I have, to, I have to say, when the scene where Dean turns into Ezekiel, and you know you see Tomo standing there by Jared from Battlestar Galactica and um, Dollhouse, and I always thought Tomo was super tall. But apparently he's um, he's shorter than Jared, so I'm like, whoa! <laughs> I'm just kind of like, wow. <laughs> um, I think um, everyone is shorter than Jared, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody Mostly. in the whole world is shorter than Jared. My son, he's <laughs> getting really tall, and he measures himself by. He asked me, okay, so. 
when you met Jared, where did you come up to him to him? And so and then measures are how where I come up to my son so he can see because he's his goal is to be as tall as Jared. So he's constantly monitoring me after I see Jared at a convention. Okay, where did you come up to Jared now? And where do you come up to me? <laughs> <laughs> I I just looked up Tomo's height and he is six foot three. Ah, okay. So he, so yep, he's, he's shorter, shorter than, than Jared. Jared, but but taller than Jensen. So it's yeah. so funny that Jensen, Jensen at six one, is the short size. <laughs> <on the side. laughs> yeah, and oh gosh, there was one more thing. Oh, um, I liked at the very end when Sam Sam is awake, and Dean's been sort of explaining things to him, and he says um, he gets all caught up, and then he says. Sam says, good, because we've got work to do. And oh, I love that, yes. Call back. Total first and call back. Yes, yes, I thought that was terrific. Love Nine oh. years later, they're still calling back. I love it. Yep, yep, they don't forget. Um, oh, we have a caller. Okay, cool. Remind me to tell you this after the caller. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hold on. Maybe. Disappeared. Oh, did they hang up? Maybe. I don't know what happened. I clicked them on and then it took a while and then it just disappeared. So maybe they'll call back. Anyway, tell me the story. Okay. A friend of mine was watching the first season DVDs about a week or so ago and watching, you know, the featurette on there, A Day in the Life of Jared and Jensen. I haven't watched that featurette in forever. But she mm-hmm. was watching it and she mentioned, you know, um, Jared, you know, they're talking about how, um, you know, how long their days are or whatever. And Jared and um, Jared looks at Jared, Jensen and says, how long have we been doing this? And or Jared looks at uh, Jensen and says, how long have, you know, we've been filming the show, meaning how many months, you know, have they been into the season? And Jared says, nine years. And <gasps> Jensen laughs, Jensen laughs, yeah, nine years. You know, at that time, you know, Sedona was such a, Huge amount of time, nine years, you know. And here you oh, are wow. the ninth year. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, it just means that Jared has psychic powers. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's so, yeah, that that's pretty cool. Yeah, that, was, that is pretty cool. And, yeah, nine years. Um, okay. I think we're good, right? I'm talking I, about everything. I think so. Okay. Well, again, thank you, everybody, for listening to us. Welcome back to Winchester Radio for the sixth season, Supernatural for the ninth season. Uh, thank you to all our callers tonight. Um, this was a terrific episode. Congratulations to Supernatural cast and crew. Another great season coming. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, just a little reminder that Winchester Radio can be found um, blogtalkradio.com slash media boulevard. You can subscribe and download through iTunes. You can find us at winchesterbros.com with a link. And of course, Facebook and Twitter, Winchester Bros on both of those. We'll always have links and all the other information you could possibly want about Supernatural and its cast and crew. Um, and for 
for any new listeners who might not have listened to us before, if you go to our website, winchesterbros.com, and over on the left, click on the link for exclusive interviews. There will be links to all of our podcasts where we've had um, cast and crew as guests. We've been lucky over the few years to have um, amazing guests, Jim Beaver, Misha Collins, Guy B, uh, you know, tons of cast and crew on our show. So, you know, just mm-hmm. click on there and you can listen to our past podcast with um, with the cast and crew. Always lots of fun. And again, auctions, eBay auctions out there for Team Levi. You can find the link on our Facebook, uh, Twitter, website. Um, we'll see you next week. Second episode, same time. I think same supernatural time, same supernatural channel. To to quote quote the old Batman TV show. Yep, that's right. I remember that. Um, Okay, I guess that's it. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and thank you to our callers. Yep. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Becky. Yep. We missed missed you, Benny. Hopefully she'll be back next week. Yep. Definitely. And I guess that's it. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening.